<sighs> it's straight audio back at y'all with another podcast and this podcast is about domestic violence i wouldn't necessarily consider myself a victim of domestic violence but i have been in a situation with you know a partner that um he put his hands on me um bust me upside my shit you know but um granted that wasn't something I ever saw coming and it did really it hurt me of course physically but it also hurt me emotionally and it took me back to my childhood um won't won't get into that too deeply but I um we had been drinking and we came back and you know, he went through my phone, and when he went through my phone, I was asleep. When I woke up, I woke up to, um, you know, my phone in his hands. And I was like, can you give me my phone? He was like, no. Now, we had already had trust issues, of course. Um, it's not justifiable, but, um, I made a podcast about snooping. I'm a snoop, you know. Haven't in a while because I've been single and I just don't believe in, you know, going through, you know, a single person's phone and your partner's phone either unless warranted a reason, you know what I'm saying? But nevertheless, go with your gut, you know. So once I had gathered my, you know, gathered my mind, because like I said, we had been drinking, um, I said, give me my phone back. So then he starts asking me, well, who is this and who is that and who is this and who is that? And I'm like, they're no one to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are just people that hit me up. Same situation as now, you know? These are just people that hit me up. I mean, we're not flirting, you know? It's not something that would, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't anything, I mean, it's not respectful, you know, because he doesn't know who they are. But it's not so distasteful that it warranted you know an argument or you know a cuss out or you know just I didn't feel like it was so major so um I stood up and I think he had stood up and then I went to walk around the couch and then we were just kind of going back and forth and then he just punched me in my head and I yeah he, he socked me yeah. <laughs> and when he punched me, I uh, lunged forward. And uh, we broke a lamp. And um, we were just, you know, there. And, and he threw my phone on the floor. And then he wouldn't let me leave. And I was like, I'm drunk. So I can't really defend myself like talking about but it did put me in a situation where I was scared. And I don't like that feeling. Because I'm not usually a person that's afraid of my partners. So, um, he was just kind of going around the house. And then we went up in the bedroom. And, you know, he just kind of, like, shoved me into a corner. And was, like, crying. Like, please don't leave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the whole thing going on in my mind is, you know, 
I don't know how to come back from this because I know this is this is alcohol driven, you know, and I can't tell you to stop drinking alcohol because nobody's going to tell me what to do, period. But I felt like if I don't try to, I don't know, like if I don't try to remove myself when he's drinking, then I don't know what can happen next. I'm, it, it fucked my mind up, you know, I don't know how to look at you anymore. And um, this was the first intentional incident. There was a situation a few years prior where we had got into it. And um, he had been drunk. We had just finished an event. And we were on our way home. And he woke up and said some really disrespectful things. Calling me out my name in front of our friends. And I was embarrassed, of course, angry. And embarrassed, more angrier than embarrassed, because he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about when he said what he said. When we got to the house, you know, I just kind of like checked out, got in the bed, took my clothes off, um, just laying there, numb, angry, depressed, just all of the above, because it wasn't cool. And he, when I, when I'm mad, I'm quiet, like I've stated. I always tell people that when I'm quiet like that, like just sudden. I'm mad as hell. So we was just laying in bed, and he was like, uh, he was saying something. Like I, like I said, I checked out. And then he finally was like, you know, you better talk to me. Like, you're in my house, in my bed. You're not going to ignore me. And I'm just like, what? He's like, you're not talking. And I'm like, because I'm mad as hell. Do you not realize you just embarrassed the fuck out of me, yo? Like, so we're just, like I said, laying in bed. And then at some point, he just gets up. And he just pulls the sheets off the bed and blankets and pillows. And just starts punching the bed. But what he didn't realize is when he punched the bed, or somebody punched me in my, I think, he, I think it was in my arm. And at that point, he ripped the room apart. And then I was just like, okay, so, okay, so that's what this is going to be. After a while, I think he had probably like two more episodes of him just tearing the room up. And then after a while, you just get used to it. You learn their limits. You learn their boundaries. And you know what they're going to do, what they're not going to do. But I just felt like this nigga needs counseling. So, um, one thing came out of the situation, the second situation. And I just said, I don't trust you with alcohol anymore. I can't bring myself to be comfortable with you when you're drinking. Like I said, it took me back. Um, um, I'd had exes to throw me like across the room and like throw me on the couch and stuff, push me, but I'd never had someone to punch me, you know? Um, I'm not a person that, I mean, I talk a lot of shit, but I'm not a person that's into violence. I might joke and say, well, I'm gonna fight you, but that's just my way of flirting, you know? But I'm not a person that gets violent. Like I, might throw a thing or two. I might aggressively carry out my day, like slamming car doors and, you know what I'm saying? But I'm never going to physically harm another person unless I'm in, you know what I'm saying? Unless I feel threatened or, I, or if I'm in danger. Um, so when that situation occurred, I told my mom um, and I told my dad. I told my dad months later, but I was afraid to tell my dad at all because I didn't know how my dad was going to react to me in our situation. I didn't know what he was going to do, what he was going to feel, because, you know, dads, 
especially of their firstborn girl or boy, are very protective. I'm not saying they're any less protective of their younger uh, children, but the oldest is always the one that they really try to be an aid to. But for me and my situation, I grew from it. Um, definitely had a couple more episodes, but they weren't. I mean, one more was physical, but that was one that I intentionally um, provoked because I was I was just irritated. You know, I was angry. I was starting to like not like him. And, um, you know, you, you shed some tears. You might get a couple scratches, a few wounds. But believe me, that inside, the inside is going to bleed a little bit longer. Um, domestic violence is never, ever okay. No one that loves you or is in love with you or, you know, committed to you is ever going to feel like violence is going to help you or them in any situation at all um no one that loves you is gonna hit you period um i don't feel like a man putting his hands on you in a gay or straight relationship is justifiable no matter what they try to say um well you provoked me or you made me do this you made me angry you know that's my trigger and you know that I'm a violent person, so you just got to be careful. Narcissistic. Because you inflict harm upon me, and now it's my fault. I didn't grab your fist and punch myself. I didn't grab your hands and make you push me across the room into walls, counters, TVs, doorways. I didn't do that. That's not love. And... It took for me to go through that situation and a few other situations for me to grow and learn self-worth, self-esteem, self-care. I mean, I still struggle, but I'm going to tell you one thing. If you don't fucking love yourself, we ain't got it for you. Okay? So if you're not out here trying to take yourself shopping, buy your own bags, okay? Buy your own clothes, your own shoes. How you gonna have it? <laughs> like, it's always wonderful to have a boyfriend or a husband or a girlfriend or a sponsor to take care of you. That's always great, but it's so much more empowering to do with your damn self. You know what I'm saying? It looks good to a, a, a good man, because then he doesn't feel so much pressure to have to, you know one day take care of the kids, but he don't really want to have to take care of a older kid. And don't get me wrong, if your man wants to spoil you, by all means. But there may come a time, because I always think of the what ifs, there may come a time where the money might get low. And those Birkin bags that cost five, six figures may not be available. You know what I'm saying? The MK bags, might say okay okay <laughs> you know and that doesn't make him less of a man it just means now it's time to be a partnership you know it's time to share it's time to you know take care of each other i want to one day pour into someone and have them pour into me that way we will never be empty you know and i feel like with some people and how they carry you know their relationships um, they allow domestic violence 
they allow it because it's going to afford them the lifestyle they want. I'm going to tell you one thing about me. I love clothes. I love accessories. I love everything I have and have had. Okay? I bought all that stuff. Nobody bought a third of that shit for me. I bought it. I went broke as hell. I ran up some debt. But I have learned from that. And it didn't take nobody to stand over my shoulder to tell me, hey, don't do that. I got that. I got this. You know? As convenient as it would be to have my daddy's credit card in my back pocket all the time, that's not fair. He has a whole wife, a household, and children to maintain. I don't want a person to always feel financially responsible for me for everything that I have. I mean, I'm cool with you buying dinner and stuff, but I'm not going to ask you, did you pay my car note? And then you slap your side my head later on? Nah, bruh. I'm good on that. But all in all, love yourself. You know what I'm saying? The first time he hits you may not be the last. Don't fall for the whole, oh, it'll never happen again speech. Because I've seen that in a lot of movies. It's cliche and it's false. If he feels comfortable enough to hit you the first time, believe me, the second ain't too far behind. Okay? Thankfully, I've never had to have the police called and, you know, get the authorities involved and everybody, you know, mom and dad in the front yard trying to come bang the door down because he holding me hostage or I feel like if I speak out against the violence that something's going to happen to me or my family or my co-workers or he's going to call my job and tell them this, tell them that, be fired. It's never gone that far. But, um, like I said... Don't allow someone to ever get comfortable enough to strike you in any way, shape, or form. It's okay to beat it up in the bedroom, of course. That's where it belongs, okay? But don't ever have them feel comfortable enough to put their hands on you. Even something as small as grabbing your wrist. That's aggression. That's aggressive behavior. It needs to be addressed. Now swept under the rug. Now, oh, well, I mean, I did this and he doesn't like... Okay, understand that a real man... A real man is not going to hit you with his fist. Now, he might talk shit to you verbally, but he's also going to want to make sure that, okay, I said that and I'm sorry, but at the same token, I want her to understand that I love her mad, sad, and different, okay? Because verbal abuse is not okay either, okay? So understand that if they really, truly care about you, their hands are going to be to them fucking selves, okay? Y'all have a good one.